0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com.
2: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens brown paper packages tied up with strings
1: these are a few of my favorite things
3: happy throwback thursday everybody
1: happy thursday everybody
3: um it is that time of the week again where kevin and i will sit down and tell you all about our favorite things kevin (laughs) um i'm still in pennsylvania I, i haven't seen you in person in a long time
1: My goodness. And now I think you're wrapping things up because you are in tech right now, or you have, you just told me that your your actors have a 10 a.m., Preview.
3: Yes. They have. um, (laughs) So the way today works is they have a 10 a.m. called company preview. That means anybody who's working on other shows here, they get to come and watch. Then uh, we have a lunch working. We have a little lunch break and then I have a work session. And then tonight they have what's called senior preview, which is they bus in all the senior homes from all across the area. Um, And they get to see the show tonight, I think, for free. I think they get to see it for free.
1: And the show is
3: "I love you, you're perfect." Now
1: change. Now change. Now change. Yeah. Now get on with your change. life.
3: Um. So yeah. So I'm on a quick little break. Uh, they I don't even think they know I've snuck away. So hopefully, I mean, the oh. show's in really good shape. They don't even need me. Oh anymore. yeah. Um, I love
1: the pictures. It looks fantastic. Doesn't it, looks it look like cute? Fun. Yeah.
3: We have a. We have a. And I have to tell you, Kevin. You know how I like impressions, right? <laughs>
1: I've, I've heard.
3: Well, okay. I I, I I almost wanted to get them on the air because they're kind of amazing. One of my actors does the best James Taylor you've ever heard in your life. And oh, the random. other one does an amazing Norbert Leo Butz. Like, it literally <laughs> sounds just like Norbert Leo Butz. So I just wanted for to pass, pass show, that on. Like,
1: just all of them well, he, just can do, he can do
3: all of Norbert's songs, but then it's kind of like you throw a song at him and he does it as Norbert.
1: Oh, no, that's really fun. That's kind of like your Goulet. when you it's kind I of went. like
3: it's like kind of like yeah. a Goulet. It's a niche thing. Um,
1: yeah, I like it. I
3: like it. Uh, because there's a lot to talk about, um, and because I'm sorry, because of me, we have limited time. Maybe we'll we'll push some of our big news items till next week, because I think I'm sure we want to talk about like
1: like the best uh, the 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 I have the um temp, uh, ten performances of of musicals going on in schools and high oh, school. Oh, I so, have
3: that list in front of me too. Do you have it in front yeah. of you?
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's really interesting. So
3: how about you read the musicals and I'll read the plays? Yeah,
1: interestingly enough, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no musical is everything. Nothing is newer than seven or eight years ago. Like, uh, for instance, Adam's Family, I think, is the newest show on this list, which is, I think, very interesting. Here's the list. Number one.
3: Oh, Did sorry. sorry I'm, I'm so sorry, Kim, I apologize. And so I'm so sorry because I think I was talking over you. This is the 10 most produced high school plays and musicals of the 2017-2018 season. I'm that sorry. I talked no, over you when you said No, that.
1: it's good. And I already ruined it, but I'm going to start backwards anyway. Number 10, Annie. Uh, still giving it. Number 9, The Wizard of Oz. I was the Yellow Brick Road once in The Wizard of Oz. I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, 8, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, nice. 7, Suzical. Up, uh, Suzical. 6, Shrek. 5, Cinderella. 4, Into the Woods. 3, The Little Mermaid. Two, the Addams Family and one Beauty and the Beast. Alan Mencken has one, two, three shows on there. That's wild.
3: That's incredible.
1: Um, what are the plays?
3: The plays are going backwards. One play I've never the last play I've never heard of, tennis yep. called Radium Girls. Yeah, I don't know. I that. don't know what that is, but guess what? I'm going to be picking up a copy of. Um, number nine is a Christmas Carol. Number eight, one of my favorites that I'm will dying to direct, no pun intended. Arsenic and a lace. <laughs> um, <laughs> seven is the crucible number six is 12 angry jurors not 12 angry men 12 angry jurors because they've changed the genders on that which is awesome number five is our town number four is alice in wonderland number three peter and the star catcher number two midsummer night's dream and number one almost maine the john Cariani play that has never left us and good for john Cariani.
1: Man, the richest I, actor on Broadway. I mean that is just incredible that almost mean is still produced that much. Also interesting that Peter and the Starcatcher is a play, I know, but it's a musical, isn't it?
3: You know what? I've never seen it. I'. Mean, I don't know, so I'm so sorry, guys. We're not going to be very helpful to you today. Um, and then there's a bunch of stuff that I think we'll just talk about next week when we have more time. Things like, sure, like, I, say, like yeah, some, go like, oh, I was going to say, like the head over heels review from the New York Times and I, which the. I saw it
1: yesterday. I saw it yesterday, so I just have to give a shout out. I, I had such a great time. It was so entertaining. It was really, really. I, I, it is a beautiful turning point, and what we're going to see on stage, I think, in the future of American musical theater. I, what's the new normal? I think. I hope.
3: I loved it and I think Kevin you and I are in the minority because nobody else seemed to like this show.
1: Oh, well, I just thought according it was to really, the reviews. Very fun and uh, a really, really good time. And Bonnie Mulligan, hi mm. hi.
3: Star. <laughs> Look, Bonnie Mulligan, you, yeah. you are a star. You are a star. You are a star.
1: Everyone else is fantastic. Everyone's but hi Bonnie. Okay. Bonnie,
3: you're a genius. Um, yeah. But anyway, hey, listen, guys, if you're in town and you want to see a good show, don't listen to the critics. Go see Head Over Heels, Jeez. which is really an absolutely wonderful evening in the theater. It is so incredible. It is so remarkable. I I had a really good time. It puts a smile on your face from start to finish. Yep. So what the exactly. hell's everyone else's problem? And, <laughs> we, and we haven't talked about the Alicia Umphress, uh, Smokey Joes, yeah. hey, you don't look good in your costume. But we'll talk about all that stuff, I think, next week. Because, okay. unfortunately... I think I have to go upstairs and actually do my job. Got preview
1: to do. All right, let's jump into my favorite thing. Okay,
3: actually, head over heels sort of dovetails into my favorite thing, if I may. We're very. We are very lucky, and we get a lot of press tickets to go see a lot of the shows that are running on Broadway and off-Broadway, and we are so grateful to all the press agents that allow us to do that. Um, But unfortunately, we could not get press tickets to head over heels, and I really wanted to see it. So I was like, how am I going to get to see this and not spend a lot of money? Well, I went to my favorite thing for this week, which has been my favorite thing for quite some time, and that is a fantastic website called tdf.org.
1: That's what I used to get to go see Head Over Heels as well.
3: Okay. So I don't know if you had the same experience I did. Uh, TDF, uh, its subtitle is called Bringing the Power of the Performing Arts to Everyone. And boy, oh, boy, do they mean that. Um, When I wanted to see Head Over Heels, I went to the website. I got a ticket. My ticket, I think, was $50. I was in the orchestra center. Fifty dollars. Orchestra Center.
1: Yes, they always get good seats. M- much better than today. Tickets. Much better than oh, the other yes.
3: places. Yes. Yes. So I think
1: they fill those orders first because it's a non for profit and yes, it's, you know, a, 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 you know, for a good cause. I, I'm convinced. I hope they so. always have amazing seats.
3: So just, I just wanted to give a shout out to the Theater Development Fund because it's a non. Like you said, it's a non profit. Co- uh, Corporation that's been trying to assist the theater industry in New York since about 1968, um, and over the years, it's grown to the late the nation's largest non-largest performing arts nonprofit. Um, it has helped Broadway, off Broadway, off off Broadway, and it's not just Broadway, guys. It's music, it's dance, it's solo shows, it's all these different pieces all throughout the boroughs of New York City. Um, they, one of their, I mean, they've got they've accomplished so many things. But uh, I just wanted to mention a couple of the things that they've instituted. First of all, that TKTS ticket booth in Times Square, that's them. It was their job to help bring discounted tickets to the masses, and you have to remember they were really doing this at a time when New York City was going bankrupt. New York City had high crime; people weren't going to the theater anymore. Theaters sat empty for years and years and years at a time, collecting cobwebs and dust. And they were doing everything possible to get people to come back and see there uh, to come back to the theater, which I think is really, really amazing. Um, of course, they also have other programs that help people, like the TDF Accessibility Program, which helps people that are disabled or have sensory issues. They have count- Countless education programs. Um, they have a beautiful costume collection in which theaters can rent costumes for a very, very low price if a theater is not able to afford to do it. And a bunch of other things that they do. I'm sorry, it sounds like I'm. Um, it's, you know, vomiting of like all these words at you, but they're no, incredible. It's they so have good. the Autism Theater Initiative which helps uh, autistic audiences enjoy the magic of live theater. Access for young audiences, young audiences who either can't afford to get in or might not have the opportunity to see a lot of shows, they give them ab- ability to do so. Open captioning performances they sponsor, uh, sign language performances. They have programs for teens. They have programs uh, for teens that want to meet certain artists. Um, they... Me- the membership is not very expensive at all. I think I pay maybe like what? $70 a year at most. I, I could be I totally even know wrong if it's on that. that
1: much. I think it's 50. I, it's it might even so, be less. It's so worth it that when you buy two tickets, you've already paid for it. It's paid for itself. And it's a tax donation. You it's it's a write off. Um, yeah, it's a it's such a good cause. And oh, I've I'm been so, doing it for years.
3: I'm sorry. I'm so wrong. I apologize, Kevin. It's $35 annually. 35 that's
1: right, it's 35 yeah. Yeah, $35 wow. annually,
3: yeah. so please forgive me. Um, anyway, please go over to TDF, support what they do. Uh, like I said, I, I've been using them for years and years and years, like you have to get cheap tickets to things. The seats are always wonderful, but the, I, the idea of just wanting to get more young people in the theater and people who might not have an opportunity to go to theater and enjoy theater like a lot of people who do it, consistently like we do it's a really special organization so once again please go over to tdf.org become a member it's going to benefit you and it's going to benefit countless people who love the theater as much as you do so that's my favorite thing for this week is tdf.org
1: that's a really good one. It, it really is, Rob. And because we use it so often it, and, and there it's no, the big, 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 you know, hot running shows usually are not on TDF, but you know, Hello Dolly was on there when Bernadette was in it. And, uh, you know, with Donna, you can get tickets. There's head over heels is on it. There's always tons of Broadway shows on there that are, that are current running shows. It's a great place to see. Oh, shows. Absolutely. Absolutely, and I've seen the symphony on there. I got tickets to go to you know to see the New York Philharmonic. I remember a couple years ago, I was in the orchestra of that. Off Broadway
3: ballet concert, like you're saying, Kevin. Absolutely, and it's all on there right now. I'm on there, and here's what they're offering today, just for Broadway alone: Carousel, getting the band back together, Donna Murphy and Dolly, Phantom, plays that goes wrong, SpongeBob Summer. There's a whole bunch of stuff on here. Um, So and. They have, as of now, they're offering 245 ticket opportunities for Broadway, off-Broadway concerts, cabarets, and regional theater. That's 245 really cheap tickets or uh, shows that you can see that are waiting for you people. Take them, take them, take them. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria
2: Cash.
3: Right. TDF.org. Kevin, what's yours?
1: Well, uh, I'm going to take us to the off-Broadway world uh, to a production and a cast recording. Uh, I, you know, well, we, I feel like we say this every week where I, I have all these ideas to do for for my favorite thing. And then, of course, I have to search on our podcast uh, in the podcast app to see if we've actually talked about it. And I had three misses because we'd already – it had been two years ago, but we'd already talked about Violet, Spitfire Grill. Floyd Collins. This is another show that had an indelible impression on me, and it still does to this day. This writer, I think is one of the most underrated writers that has produced more output than most writers do and does not get the recognition. I think that he deserves. I think his songs are the best, theater songs for students to learn uh, how to act and use the music and the lyric. Uh, I think that he writes songs, uh, shows that are deeper than uh, the music is more complex than any of his, um, you know, uh, other people that are around of his age. Um, He is, he writes the book music and lyrics kind of like Meredith Wilson did um, except that most of his shows are sung through. Uh, This was his first, sort of commercial production that was done off-Broadway. He had had some stuff done at Playwrights Horizons in the earlier 90s, but this happened in the late 1993, December 30th, 1993. It was done at Lincoln Center, had a cast of 10, 10 scenes, 10 different decades that the songs were written, interestingly enough, which I'll go into more later.
3: Is, is, Is this a writer or a show?
1: It, this is this is a writer's show. So, so I'm talking about the writer, but I'm trying to get to the show. So the writer has – he's never he's never had a big Broadway hit ever. But he has at least ah, eight to ten shows that he's written that I've seen most of. Desa Rose – not Desa Rose, I'm sorry. Bernarda Alba being one of them. Oh, but this is oh. not it. Bernarda Alba is not it. This is not the show I'm going to talk about. But who is it?
3: It's Michael John LaCusa. That's right. And the show is Hello Again.
1: Hello again, exactly.
3: Are you going to sing Tom for me?
1: Oh my God, Rob, I love that song so much. I used to play it all the time in college. Yes, this is Hello Again. This is Michael John LaCuse's first. He did stuff at Playwrights Horizons, and then he went to Lincoln Center in 1993 uh, and did uh, this off Broadway production of Hello Again, which is based on a play uh, from, gosh, 15, what year? 15... Le Ronde, eighteen ninety-seven. Yeah, Arthur Schnitzler's Schnitzler. play. Yeah, what a name! Sounds like he um, sells hot it, dogs. <laughs> Get your hot dogs here. Get your hot dogs, hot dogs and your
3: plays about love. <laughs> hot dogs and plays love and, about love.
1: Having love sex and orgasms in every scene. We promise you that in a wiener. Okay, so um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so this is a play. It, it actually he based it very closely on the original. Um, schnitzler play Um, there are 10 scenes about romantic encounters affairs sex whether it being a a success or a failure Um, and just go with me on this for those of you who don't know how this works Um, in the first scene let's say it's the whore and the soldier Uh, and it takes place uh, and and so the concept that michael john had was that each each of the 10 scenes would be in a set in a different decade so that you would have a different musical influence depending on which decade it was. So the first episode is in the 1900s, the early, early aughts. So that's where he set that, the whore and the soldier. And then that soldier goes on to the next scene and meets another character, the nurse. Now we're in 1940s. So then, and then in that scene, it it moves on, the nurse moves on to the next scene, and then she meets the college boy. Then the college boy moves on to the next scene. So it's got this little sort of like ring around the rosy type thing. So that the final scene, you have... Uh, a senator with the whore again, the one who started the whole play. So it's 10 scenes total. Um, The only difference that he made was instead of having the young thing be a girl, he made the young thing be a boy with the older uh, gentleman, which I think is really smart. Um, it, It is the all 10 different kinds of sexual and romantic relationships, whether it be the domineering nurse with the young, the young uh, uh, student or the college boy with the young wife have, who's having an affair on her husband. It's all different kinds of, you know, relations that you would get. I think that the music, I, I just want to talk about Michael John's music for a second. There was a 1994 cast recording. graziella Danielle was the director of this. She's often a collaborator with Michael John. I think her work is just absolutely brilliant and I want to get her on the pod um his music I think is way ahead of its time, or it was at least in the 90s and the early aughts. I don't think people really knew what to do with this sound because he writes melodic lines that sometimes have, you know, you'll hold a note or a word and you'll move notes on that word, like I'm having so much fun, something like that. That's not exactly at all what he would write but I'm giving an example of, of how he uses music to reflect an emotion in a way that not a lot of writers had ever experimented with before um, and I think that his sound has influenced a lot of other Broadway sounds that we get today, including Pasek and Paul and the use of dissonance and the use of rhythm in his music. A lot of, I remember watching the Tony awards when he did Marie Christine and he, it was the PBS special back then. They had the PBS thing. It was like 2001 or 2000, 2000. And, um, and he talked about how he writes music and and he writes music uh, rhythmically first. And I think that really shows in his sound, like Tom, dum, 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 dum. You know, it's got it automatic. You feel the rhythm and you're like, "Ooh, something's there's something nefarious going on here. Oh, it's an affair, you know. Um, and so the, listen to this cast, though, from 1993, three, ninety four. Carolee Carmelo, Donna Murphy, Michael Park, Michelle Park, Judy Blazer, Malcolm Gets, John Cameron Mitchell, John Dossett, David White, Dennis Perlato. All work actors that we still, she's uh, 20 years later, we're still. Are, are, are these people are still working these people are still I mean he got them young or right when they were getting big um, and I think that's really cool it's a great cast recording the cast recording you cannot go wrong with there's such amazing songs and you will hear the decades of each scene and how he's his voice, While he themes together different musical motifs throughout it, he uses them in a different decade. So you hear it, there's the 80s version, there's the more disco 70s version. It's completely fascinating. And the music, I never get sick of listening to the score because it's so complex. It's almost like, he's almost operatic in the way he writes and that the music is telling the story in a passionate way, much like opera music does. And yet, it's rooted in the word and the lyric and the action, the dramatic action of what's going on in each individual moment and scene, which is why I think these songs make such great you know, uh, songs for students to work on um, and to sing because there's just so much to dig into and to interpret with them. So my uh, favorite thing is Hello Again. Oh, also there's a movie that you can watch on Amazon. Uh, Amazon Prime if you have that the, the they made a movie they filmed it like three years ago but they only just released it uh, recently in the last year uh, and I've watched some of it I've not watched all of it uh, but it is it is a really cool it, Audra McDonald's in it so many great people are in it it's a really great to see though this uh, this off-Broadway show realized in a movie it's it's a really fun watch so uh, but I first I would listen to the cast recording and just get your ear around this incredible music that he's made.
3: That's wonderful. Uh, what and what a oh what a good. Part. We need to get him on the podcast.
1: I think so. I mean, he. I I just cannot believe how much he's written. Uh, and this output and he continues to write and he and he doesn't write big commercial stuff he writes off-broadway stuff or off-off-broadway stuff queen of the mist um uh, see what i want to see i mean he's it, it's just he keeps writing and wild wacky stuff i mean stories and stuff that not everyone would think to musicalize and yet he does and i think he uh, does such a great job of it so yeah
3: well let's yeah. let's get him and let's get Graziella Danielle on here let's we'll move yes, on that please. we'll move on that guys all right so once again join TDF and then go see
1: Hello again.
3: Movie or listen to it.
1: (laughs) It's on Spotify. I think on on Apple Music too. So go check that out.
3: Uh, Amazing. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week.
1: Hope you have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Raindrops on
3: roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things.